Hey friends, I am so, so excited for this episode. Honestly, I was moving in my day. I watched my parents' um, church service and after that, I just got kind of sad and <laughs> honestly not super sure why, um, but I just let the Lord come into my heart. I turned the music on and I just praised him. I thanked him for all that he's done for me and like where he's taking me and just like I let it all out and I just I flung myself at him and I just like I imagine like what it's like to like be able to like be in eternity with him and just to like fling ourselves in his arms and I'm like gosh god I only have a piece of this right now and eternity is like touching earth right now in this moment that I'm praying with you um but it was just so lovely and I don't know why I'm sharing that, but I just wanted to share that just as a reminder, like throughout this whole quarantine, like all of us are struggling in different ways. And I like, it's just been difficult for me because I know that I am not able to like step out and do like what he wants me to do. But then at the same time, it's like, I just feel like he's marinating things and like preparing my heart for the work that he's going to have for me to do. Um, And there have just been things that I've had to let go of and healing and just stuff like that. So it's been so amazing. But this episode is going to be my whole testimony. And I'm so excited, especially after that prayer, because I feel like the Lord has just opened up my heart to share this with so much joy. And I am going to get through this without crying because ah, I just, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Um, the work he does is so powerful and I hope through my story like you just hear that yes I like went through different things and walked through things that weren't of him but like it gives me absolute joy to look back and see that I'm not the same and I'll never be the same because there is a God who loves me and cares for me and there's a God who loves you and cares for you too and I'm just so excited so oh gosh, the Lord has just placed a joy on my heart. And I know that nothing is going to be the same. Earlier on Instagram this week, I had posted about how my heart was feeling kind of like in the midst of the move. And then um, like it just popped back up. I was like, well, what if nothing changes? Like, that's how like how I felt because it's like I I did this big thing like God I trusted you but but what if nothing changes and that little bit of doubt could have gone so far it could have gone so far and I could have been so down and like God like nothing is going to change but y'all the spirit stepped in and he said well what if everything changes so y'all I just want to remind you that everything can change You don't have to ever doubt God. You can trust him with your whole heart because everything is changing. He is changing everything for your good. He wants to make you more and more into the image of Jesus. And I'm just so excited for it. So I am going to stop chatting and we are going to get into this podcast episode. This is the last episode of this season and... We're only going up from here, y'all. And I, I'm just so excited for it. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to the Fearlessly Fit Faith Podcast. Here you are going to be encouraged in truth, truth equipping you to experience the fullness of this life that Christ has for you. You will be encouraged to lead fearlessly in obedience to God, to be fit in every aspect of your whole person, and to also have the faith to pursue what God has for you. How? Well, by hearing stories of women who are taking steps to lead well in whatever they do, whether they be a photographer, teacher, content creator, business owner, Honestly, whatever it is, we want to reach your heart to encourage you to lead whole in the area that God has you leading in. We're all leaders and here you will be encouraged to lead whole. Okay, so we're just going to dive right into where I remember it, like, beginning for me. Um, and I'm going to tell this as story-like as I can. Um, so... I remember being in a probably about ninth or ten tenth grade and kick an app where we could like talk to our friends from like school was like super in and um I don't know. I don't know why we just didn't use text messaging. So weird. Um but I remember after kick like was not cool anymore, there were still ways to like pop into like other chat rooms and just talk with people in like random areas so I had started to do that and then when kick was just not cool at all anymore there were just different online chat rooms in general so I would hop on my laptop and I would talk to people and I was honestly having conversations that a teenager just shouldn't have and I remember one conversation that my parents found um was about me doing like things in a bathtub with some guy which is so terrible I don't even know like how it's so crazy how like the mind works and like evil sneaks in I don't even like I don't know how I knew about these things that like a teenager I don't know I mean I guess a teenager should know because we went through like physical education and stuff but we were just having conversations that shouldn't have been had and um just through these online chat rooms I'm sure there was like some type of ad for pornography and I'm sure that the conversations that I was having led me to want to find more and I didn't realize this at the time but like what I was missing in my life was the love of Jesus and a relationship with him I was seeking um people who would just like listen and it it seemed like these people did um little did I know that like that feeling of loneliness that I had should have led me to Jesus and I like I didn't know that and I didn't pursue him obviously and I just I want to say also like I went to church um every Sunday I went on Wednesdays and um we'll dive more into this but what I really didn't understand was that it's not about just going to church it's about a relationship with him so um back to the story um I'm sure I had seen some type of ad that led me to pornography and then also just like the desire to like step more into that like uh grimy and like evil like part of the internet um so in around 10th grade I started to watch pornography um and y'all I would watch probably every day honestly every day and um what I didn't really realize I was missing was um the love of a father I didn't really realize that like I was missing out on Jesus like I didn't know that's what I needed but also with my dad being in the military he had to be away for like a long stint of time and um oh, nothing against my dad and like the work that he did. And I'm so thankful for our military. And it's just a reminder, like 
we have to be so a part of like um, military families' lives and just like love and care for them because I don't know, like their kids are like missing out on like a mother or a father, like sometimes being there in their in their life. So I've had that conversation with my dad and I was like, I think this is like what's like or what did like lead me to um, like watching pornography and stuff and so I missed out on like fatherly love and like the most intimate years of my life and like now me and my dad have a great relationship and it's just so cool to see how the love of a, of the Lord um just brings things back together and then even has a family like just brings things back together um just to glorify him. So I didn't realize that I was missing the love of a father and that led me to pushing away God and making it seem like he was like distant from me um throughout those parts of my life. So Yeah. And then I had gone to college and I remember like just wanting to try out like going to college parties and like stuff like that. Like I was like, oh, no, like this isn't going to be a big part of my life. (laughs) Um, But I did end up going and I was not like I didn't have the right friends and like I loved them in that time. But like little did I know, like they were leading me away from what God had for me. Um, And I don't know. I find it so beautiful that like out of our sin, God finds ways to bring glory to himself. And I hope that like I was a light to them. So um, we partied and we went to parties pretty much like every weekend, <laughs> my first semester in college. And we would go to church the day after and it would basically be like everything was fine. But after that first semester, I was like, this isn't what I want like at all. And I remember like my church family being just such an intimate part of my walk and like finding Jesus for myself. So I I went to college and like that's when I truly like found him for myself and like found a relationship with him and I learned that he cared for me. He wanted me to be like him and I always knew that he had something more for me and um because of that like it led me to on December 21st, 2016 just giving it all back to him and I just remember I was like sitting on my living room floor and I was like Jesus like I don't want this life I don't I don't want to live like everyone else and um I remember him just coming into my heart and like he changed me and he's molded me into um just a woman who is like chasing after his own heart and that's when it all began for me so December 21st 2016 and then just days after that um January 9th 2017 coffee with taste started and oh man I was in no way qualified to (laughs) tell people about the love of Jesus, yet he placed on my heart to start something that would glorify him. And little did I know that it would lead me to wanting to know women better, wanting to know um, how I could help women care for themselves so that they could better glorify God and then also care for the people that are around them and themselves just so much better. And like, I didn't know that 
that's what this like this little start with like coffee with Tay would do. Um, but it brings me so much joy that he led me to start that. And previously to that, I had tried to start like so many other like <laughs> little Instagram pages to share encouragement, but it just wasn't the time. So I'm super glad that January 9th, 2017, that's when Coffee with Tay started. And it was just so amazing. So I do want to remind y'all that like, I was still dealing with pornography at this point. Like, it wasn't like everything just went away and, like, I just woke up a new being. Like, no, I fought the temptation. I, you know, like, we, it's not that we wake up one day and everything is changed. Like, we're, we're just, like, totally new and, like, the temptation is gone. Like, the temptation is always going to be present. It's just, we have to fight against that temptation. We have to know that the Lord is better and spend that time with him him so um it didn't just go away and I wasn't qualified to start coffee with Tay and tell the world about Jesus but um he used that small start to make me better and um I'm glad for that so the Lord walked me through this and I just started sharing what I was learning in scripture and just like meeting other women and um, I even met one of my now um I met one of my first, uh, like, blogging slash Instagram friends here, and we still talk to this day, and it's just so amazing what the Lord can do, because in this time, I had walked away from those friends that I was, like, partying with, and um, because I was like, Lord, I, all I want is you, and I remember them telling me, they were like, well, not them, but, like, one of them, the one that I went to church with, she told me, um, well, it doesn't say, like, not to drink in the Bible, or something like that, and I was like, well, yeah, but it does say not to get drunk, and, um, I just remember thinking, like, wow, like, God, do you use somebody who is, like, I don't know, she was still so a part of that lifestyle, but she led me to the church and she led me to the place where, like, I learned about God, like, Ugh, like I never would have known him before so like God used a person who was stuck in the lifestyle to lead me to a place where I would learn about him in such a magnificent way and I love that church family I still love them I'm so thankful for them because that's where I learned like um just who God was who I was my identity in him like I learned scripture and it was just it was so beautiful so God God uses everybody he can use everybody um so I had started coffee with Tay had been doing that for a while and then things started like to change and the Lord was like walking me through how to care for myself as a whole person as I know it now but um I had started to care for myself more spiritually mentally physically emotionally socially um and not so much then environmentally but now more so environmentally um and I loved that and I realized that him walking me through that better enabled me to love the people around me so I was serving at church and I was doing so much in the community because I love volunteering and I knew that 
my like my caring for myself as a whole person is what enabled me to do all of that well so that's kind of when I made the switch from coffee with Tay to fearlessly fit faith as we know it now and fearlessly fit faith is all about living fearlessly in obedience to God fit in our whole person and having the faith to pursue whatever he has for us um and it really turned around for me when I went to an entrepreneurship conference and um I was just like there and like listening and And um, it wasn't Christian based at all, but just being there around so many enlightened like entrepreneurs and people who were just like chasing after it and the ways that they like helped us to think about um, basically like what we wanted to do in the world really helped me like bring a like finite understanding of like what fearlessly faith was um so i had gone back from that conference in late 2017 and then early 2018 um is when fearlessly fit faith began with like assurance i guess um so i held my first workshop on campus and it was so much fun and i realized how much my heart beat for his people and how being in community with his people is like what my heart really desired and it's so cool because of um, just the fact that I had once been such a bitter person just because of my sin and like the loneliness and like not seeking him, like my heart was so different, um, just two years later. And I was able to see that I loved being in community. I was able to see that I loved being able to walk alongside women and just like help them care for their whole person. So it was about mid-2018 when I held that workshop. I had graduated from college that year as well. Um, I graduated in three years um, because that's just what the Lord had for me. And um, I'm still so thankful that like he did that because then the year, the next year I learned so much about myself. So towards the end of 2018 and then all the way through 2019, I learned much about myself. Um, and I guess the first big thing was that the plans that the Lord has for us is always so much better than like what the world um, thinks is best. And I remember graduating and everybody just being like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I just remember thinking like, man, like I would love to start a nonprofit. Like I love sitting down with women and just helping them care for the whole person. And like coaching was like really on my mind. Um, But as I like tried to do those things, the Lord was just like, no, like it's not, it's not time yet. Like there was still things that he wanted to do in me. I didn't know that. Um, I know that now. Uh, so I had started my first job and I was working, um, at a nonprofit close to where I lived and I was helping kids, um, basically say no to drugs, but it was more in like a holistic way, which was really awesome. And I loved working with the kids, but the environment that I worked in was awful and um it just not good for any person and I um in that I just didn't realize like how much of myself I had lost and that was all I I jumped too soon into a job rather than like waiting on the Lord um all because of my control um but I like I knew that he was asking me to wait yet I still accepted this job um like it seemed like it was just kind of handed to me but like sometimes when things are just handed to you that doesn't mean that it's right so um yeah so I had walked into this job I was there for a whole year and I just remember I had a breaking point I was like I can't stay here anymore um 
So I had to start applying to more and more jobs. And this is when I had started teaching um, mid-2019. Also, this uh, was so cool that the Lord, like, brought it and, like, into kind of, like, alignment for um, the end of 2019. But I just realized, I mean, I, I love that I realized um, just how much being in my previous job had, like, stripped me of, like, what the Lord had for me. Like, and when I had started my new new job I was like whoa like I just feel so much lighter and like just more present with what he has for me um like I didn't I didn't realize how much the like how much mental like agony I guess I was going through being in that previous job so I started my new job teaching this is uh mid 2019 and through just like 2018, 2019, I had moved into my own um, place. I had an apartment. Um, I had a really cool roommate. I'm glad that I got to meet her. And um, at this time, also early 2019, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, if you're new, probably not. But um, I had been talking to a guy and it just like, you know how like sometimes it might, I don't want to say it might just be a girl thing, but like, it just really seemed like the Lord was like super present and like, um, no, I don't want to say it seemed like it, like there was, um, like he was present there. Um, so I had been talking to this guy and we had been talking for a couple months and things just ended up not working out. And I just remember thinking for so long, like, God, why is this like, why, why did this happen? Like, it just, it seemed like you were there. And, um, so I went through like a lot of emotional like pain with that. And I just didn't really understand like why it all happened. And honestly, I won't understand. And that's totally fine. But I know that through that, like, the Lord taught me so much. Like, I got stronger because of that. And I had always prayed that, like, I didn't want to be hurt in a relationship or anything like that. And um, <laughs> I was. And that's fine. Um, because the Lord showed up and he showed He showed me, like, who he was. And that, like, I, like, must seek him more than, like, seeking um, a guy. Like, the intimacy with the Lord is so much better than being with a guy. And so he taught me that, and he showed me all that. So that was early 2019. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm not so good at telling stories, but I hope I'm just getting this all across. Um, So that had happened. I then moved into my first apartment which was so awesome so I began learning how to adult at 21 it was just so cool um and I loved it and yeah so mid 29 about July um is kind of when things just kind of hit the fan (laughs) so I just remember thinking and like praying and like I just knew that the Lord was so present and like what was coming in the next season was going to be so much better uh, because I had walked through previous years of pruning and God just walking me out of everything that I once was to be the woman that he wants me to be. And I was like, God, I just know like something so amazing is coming. But then I got into a car accident and um, that at all was not what I was expecting. But I knew then that was like the shift and um the lord had there was just like a couple things that he like ended up wrapping up for me and he just showed me um like stewarding my finances and just like there's so much and trusting and relying on him in the end of 2019 um so he he really he really showed up um 
So, I was getting towards the end of 2019. It was close to being three years since God had just, like, changed everything for me. And I just remember thinking, I was like, God, I don't want anything to be the same. Um, I remember 2019 wrapping up, and I was like, God, I don't have a verse of the year, a word for the year. Not that these are, like, really important things, but I um, and such. I I am, like, intention-based, and I want to be focused on, like, what the Lord has for me um and I knew that I just hadn't been and I was like god like things need to change so I remember having a conversation with a friend and basically what was said was that like anything that happened in like the previous year like with the guy or like moving having to move apartments because of like the whole foundation thing like there was just so much um and then like financial stuff and like learning how to steward my finances like basically all of it could have happened anywhere but I had convinced myself that like I had to um move back to Newport News but little did I know that I was um that was the non-courageous step and I love to do courageous things I love to just step out and like take the adventure by the horns I don't know and I just love to do that that's that's me but I realized I hadn't been doing that I hadn't done that at all and um while I know that like me like not doing that was super purposeful and like it had to happen that way I like I really ate myself up at the fact that I like I wasn't acting like myself I wasn't being myself and um I had a conversation with a friend and it was like a couple days before the end of 2019 and um I remember going home and I was like god like this isn't me. And I just remember sitting in my bed and I was crying and I was like, something has to change. So I grew up in Newport News, Virginia, for the most part. I lived in Florida for two years when I was younger, but like I grew up in Newport News and, um, I, I've always known that like that, that place wasn't home for me. Like I knew that the Lord, um, like it just it wasn't it wasn't where I was going to thrive so I remember getting home and I was like something has to change like I, it's just gotta change so um that's when I decided to move and I want to say it was December 27th or 28th um so I was like okay this is it this is it like it's gotta happen um so I text one of my mentors the next day and I was like this like is something's go- it's gotta change <laughs> So he ended up calling me like later in the day and was just asking me a bunch of questions like, do you want this to happen? And I was like, yeah, like I've got no choice. I know nothing good is going to come from me staying in Newport News. Like I know that I'm not going to be who the Lord wants me to be if I stay here. Nothing against Newport News. So many people love Newport News. It's a beautiful place. So much history. Um, Yeah, like it just but for me, it wasn't for me. So that's when it all began. I was like, something's got to change. Like, it got to give. Like, <laughs> so that's when the plan started. And I was deciding between um, Texas or here in Kansas City, Kansas. And it just seemed like um, this is where the Lord wanted me here in Kansas City, Kansas. And <laughs> I just sound so country when I say that. Um, but I don't like I remember calling um, the church that I'll be attending here and I called and I told them I was like, um, I'm moving soon. I don't know when, um, but I was just wondering if you guys had any girls who are looking for a roommate. 
And I remember not hearing back for about a month. So I had emailed them and um, I gave them just like a rundown of like who I was and everything. And the lady was like, yep, I got your information from the girl that I had like first talked to. And she was like, um, we'll go and talk to some girls again. So we did that. And then um, about a week after I sent that email, I had gotten an email from the girl that I'm currently living with. Um, and she w- basically said that they were looking for a third roommate. Um, and she would rather have had somebody sooner rather than later. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know how soon I'll be able to move. Um, just because like, nothing had really like opened up for me yet. Um, but then a week after that, so this is like uh, late February. Oh gosh, I'm so bad with timelines. Um, no, this is the, yeah, okay, like late February. I'll just go with that. Um, but a week after I had gotten that email, I had gone back into um, my leasing office. Oh, so I had done this in January as well. So around January 16th, I had gone into my leasing office and I was like, hey, I want to know what it's going to look like um, for me to have to break my lease because my lease should have been broken February 23rd. Um, not like I would have had to give a 60 days notice. But since I didn't give my 60 day notice in December, I went in and I asked him, I was like, hey, I just want to know like the, what this would look like. So um, with what I was planning, I was going to extend like how long I was living in Virginia for two more months. So I would have had to pay my rent for two more months. And then on top of that, an extra $250 um, because I was breaking my lease. And then it was like a month to month stint kind of thing. Um So with that, it would have been like $1,500 that I would have had to pay. So this is all on January 16th, 2020. And um, I had told her that, like what kind of my plan was. And um, she was like, well, if you just send me basically a list of all your grievances, I'll see what I can do. So I did that on January 16th. I did not hear a word back from her at all. So I go in again a month later, um, the week after I had gotten the email from my roommates here now in Kansas City. And um, I had gone back in and I was like, I just want to see like what's going on. So I had typed up my list of grievances again and I was like, maybe it'll be better if I print it and like take it over. Um, So I did that. And when I go in there, she's like, well, she reads it all over and she's like, these aren't really reasons that we would be able to like let you break your lease or like what or something like that. I don't remember. Um, But I just remember my like heart plummeting because she's like she also says um the lady the lady that you previously talked to no longer works here and I totally should have expected that because the leasing office where I lived before they had changed management three times since I had been there it's like I totally should have expected that um so my heart plummets and I'm like oh my gosh like this nothing is gonna work out so she's like well let me go to my computer and see um if she had put anything in so she goes back to her computer and she pulls up my lease and everything and she goes well she put in here that you're leaving 60 days from january 16th y'all what so 60 days from january 16th was march 16th 2020 and at this point i had three weeks to get my life together (laughs) but y'all little did i know the lord foresaw all of this like he he already knew he knew that it was gonna happen so I remember uh, telling my mentor like what happened and what she had said. And I was like, um, like, I don't know like how this is going to happen, but like, it's going to be three weeks. So he was like, well, 
basically I like the main thing that happened like was that I needed to find a job and like so the week after that I interviewed at places every single day that week um and I just remember I was like things have to change things have to change like that's what got me through that week like I sent out so many applications like it was crazy um but I remember getting to that end of the that week of like interviews and I told my mentor I was like um like I would have to turn in my two weeks at my teaching job if I wanted to be able to like give them enough time to like let them know that I was leaving and everything and just do it respectfully and I was like do you think like I'll be okay and he said yes and I was like oh my gosh like oh it's so crazy um so like with that surety like I knew like that God was working it out but like he truly uses his people as like a way of confirmation so that was that was super amazing to me so I go into work that Friday again I don't remember dates I'm sorry but that was two weeks from um March 16th um two weeks before March 16th so uh the next day I went in and I turned in my two weeks notice and that's kind of when every like it was just real at that point like I was moving um and honestly it didn't even set in but I had turned in my two weeks and I just remember thinking like whoa like this is awesome like I would like I trusted the Lord throughout that whole process and excuse me I like it It was so amazing to just like lean into him like I had so much peace in the two months that the Lord was working everything out like I had no control over what happened like roommates like job like none of it so I also didn't know that corona was gonna happen I didn't know that I would move to a new place and um not be able to go in for the rest of the interviews that I had so it's super cool that I have I had talked to a nannying agency here and I was like, well, I'll just like put this to the side and like um, whatever happens, like if I have to do this for a little bit before like I step into another job, like this will be okay. Um, Little did I know that that would be my full time with Corona happening. So I pack everything up. Oh, also, so in the time, I'm sorry, I'm so bad at telling stories, but in the time um, of... Uh, me just like figuring everything out for the move I knew that like I wanted to step uh, more into like working with brands and everything and I knew um, I was like god like I just I want to work with a company like I know that it would be so much fun and just like that that's it for me like it's just fun so and I know that like I'll be able to like bring glory to god through like being on instagram and everything and yeah, that's a tangent. I'm sorry. So anyways, I worked with UPAC, which is a Cube company, and it was so exciting to be able to work with them. They were the most genuine and authentic um, people, and I was like, Lord, like, this is all you. So, 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 y'all, I paid nothing to move. So I told y'all that I would have had to pay $1,500 to break my lease if, like, I had done it in the way that I was planning it, the way that I was planning it. But the Lord, that was not his plan. So... Um, I didn't end up having to pay that because I was like, oh, the Lord's going to figure this out. I'm moving out on March 16th. So I didn't have to pay that. And then I didn't have to pay for a U-Haul or a pod or like Relicube, like nothing. I got to work with this brand and I'm so excited and I'm so thankful that the Lord like placed it in front of me. Um, 
So I didn't pay anything to move, guys. Like the Lord, he delivered. Like this, he was like, this is what I have for you in this season. Like I'm going to provide. And y'all, like if I had done that in my own strength, if I had like saved up all my little money is like, I would not have been able to move until like July. Y'all, I moved two months after making the decision that I wanted to move. That is God and nobody else. So I paid no money to move at all. Literally, I I paid for gas in my Airbnb, which is 84 bucks. Like, thank you, Airbnb. Um, But y'all, the Lord showed up and he provided. So that's kind of the end of my story. And I know um, that... The past season of like me just growing in the Lord and him pruning me has really set um, me up to be in this season now and just like set fully into what he has for me. Um, so I hope that you enjoyed this story and that um, you may find that the Lord provides and um, it's just so awesome. So that's it. I do want to add that <laughs> I am sorry. I am not the best storyteller. It's something that the Lord is like growing me in. Um, but I I do truly hope that this spoke to you in some way and that um, you remember that there is a God who cares for you and um, a God who wants to walk you out of whatever you're in right now. Like y'all, I can't tell you. I was such a bitter uh, person. I was a person who only cared for my body um, and like took care of my body because he, he, other people seemed to like the fact that um, I was a certain physique. But now that angers me and I, I find joy in the Lord that he has given me a body. So that's why I take care of it, not because somebody else is like saying um, certain things. So like that's a part that I didn't share, but I wanted to like get the big things across for sure. Um, So I h- hope that you got that out of that. And y'all, I'm so serious. I have so much joy um, in sharing this. And I know that um, it'll bless somebody, even if it's just one. Um, so I'm just thankful for the story that the Lord allows me to tell. And one day I'll be better able to articulate it. Um, but again, I just, I hope that it blesses you. Um, just remember that he loves you and he cares for you. Um, and he is with you. So cheers to the end of season three, cheers to new starts. Um, and, all the amazing things that the Lord has for all of us. So ciao for now, friends. Also, don't forget to um, subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Don't forget to share with a friend and maybe share on your Instagram stories. I know this was um, a bit of a long one. Actually, they've all been pretty long recently. I have just loved the conversations that I've been having with women. So look out for more wonderful conversations with beautiful women who are on fire for him through every walk of life. Um, I'm excited for it. And the Lord is so good. So (laughs) bye. Thank you, friend, for listening to another Fearlessly Fit Faith podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share with a friend or tell a friend about the podcast, rate and review the podcast, and then check out the show notes just in case there's anything new for you to keep up with.